to say there's a lot to gain from doing VA. Amongst one of them is a real build-up of analytical skills and that really allows you to find connections between themes and ideas and bridge between your known and your assumed knowledge and it really provides you with the skill set to be a reflective practitioner to reflect and apply critical feedback. Welcome to Season 6 of Spotlight on the Arts, the HSC series. Join us as we chat with high achievers and exemplary HSC art students who share their process, creativity and tips to survive the final year of schooling. Today we're lucky to have Monique Frasca from Clancy Catholic College with us, who will be sharing with us her little tips and tricks and giving us some advice on how best to survive your final year. Welcome, Monique. Hi. Let's start with you telling us what it is that made you choose visual arts for your HSC subject. Yeah, well, my passion for arts has really grown alongside me growing up. For me, it really gives me purpose. It gives me a way to communicate beyond the barriers of language. And it gives me a way to visually express my thoughts and imagination. It was really a combination of these reasons which led me to choosing visual arts for my HSC because it provided me with such an expressive outlet, an expressive form, and a real respite from my heavier writing subjects, as you might know from English and history, whilst fulfilling my urges to be creative and express my thoughts and feelings. And art being such a diverse subject, it really allowed me to experiment and find my practice, not only as an artist, but not only as a student, but as an artist as well. And it was in choosing VA that this passion grew even larger. Oh, I love that. that. That's a really important thing that you've noted and I think something that many of the visual arts students choose art for it because it is one of those release subjects, particularly for HSC. So did you do it in Year 9 and 10? Yes, I did. I okay. chose it as one of my electives. Yeah, really important. Okay, so what do you think of the things that you've gained in terms of personal skills from doing this subject? I have to say there's a lot to gain from doing VA and amongst one of them is a real build-up of analytical skills. I know especially in the theory side of things where you have to analyse artworks and break them down. And that really allows you to find connections between themes and ideas and bridge between your known and your assumed knowledge because when you're looking at this artwork, you may not know anything about it. And it really provides you with the skill set not only to do that, but I know in the practical side of it, to be a reflective practitioner, to reflect and apply critical feedback. I think it's a really important part of the journey as a HSC student to think about how to apply feedback and not take it so much in a personal manner, but more so a critical manner as like encouragement for further personal development and refinement. So yeah, this subject really encourages students as well with their problem-solving skills. I know with PRAC, there's a lot of trial and error, a lot of experimentation, and it's only through that trial and, and error which one is able to gain clarity on their concept of, you know, what they want to do, how they want to do it, and why, which I believe is not only an essential part of art, so why are you creating this piece, but also in general in a life school and other subjects as well. Um, fantastic answer. I have to say that your point on feedback is right on 
and using that feedback to grow in your journey. That's fantastic. In terms of your body of work, obviously you would have received lots of feedback in your body of work. If you could explain to us what your body of work entails in terms of the drawing aspect, but also the challenges that you were met with and how with that feedback you're able to overcome them. My artwork's actually called The Impetuous Past and it's an AR virtual animation of pen drawings of these houses, historical houses, which are framed by native flora. And it was such a process to get to the final results of both feedback and refinement and going back and applying that feedback, as I said before. There was different modes of research as long as being extensive as well. I know I physically visited and scoured the different heritage homes among the streets of Camden and MacArthur. I did some research on the history of the sites I visited and that really allowed me to come to a solid conclusion of what I wanted to do and the concept behind it, which was all about the absence and presence and the contradiction between these two things. And there was a lot of challenges, especially with COVID, which really hindered me from doing further research and it stopped me from interacting with different people and considering the closure of some open house tours that I wanted to go to. But besides this, I feel like COVID, if anything, it really encouraged me to have a more open and clear dialogue with my teachers because we were emailing more often, there was more feedback to provide and that really helped I think another major challenge of mine was procrastination. And I know for a lot of HEC students that this is a major issue, when to start, like how to start. It's very nerve wracking. I can account this to a need to, and a desire to attain perfection and have a perfect body of work, which is unattainable. One way I tried to mitigate this was really have a routine. And even with the feedback that you get, you take on this feedback, but you really need to have a routine, put in place, this is what you're going to do every night or on the weekends, and it's non-negotiable. That's when you have to do your major work. I realised when I was doing this, it really pushed the major work down. It wasn't this overwhelming feeling of a huge one-year project. Yeah. It was more small little steps I needed to do every week. And to get that done, I, would, I knew I was going to get where I was going to go. And I think that's fantastic advice. I think more than anything, it's the overwhelming thing. And, and like you said, the procrastination comes from wanting such a perfect final piece and the realisation that, you know, the little steps will get you there. That's great advice. And um, I've got a masterclass tomorrow. Can you sit and actually do it for me? Because you're so eloquent and wonderful <laughs> in your responses. You said that COVID was challenging in your major work but it was also positive. Can you touch more on the positivity behind the situation and how you turned that around and made it a positive? Yeah, so I feel like with COVID, even though, as I said before, things were closed, we were stuck at home. I viewed it as a very positive thing because not only was there an extend, the extended nature of the submission date, which was pushed back, but also we had more time. You didn't have that commute to and back from school. You didn't have to physically bring the artwork to school, which kind of mitigated any damage that might have happened to the artwork. I know, especially in some art rooms, it might be some paints lying around or anything. Besides that, you, you have time at home. You are self-directed. So you get to choose when you want to do your artwork and how to do it and where. You have a lot of control over 
those things. And that really provided me with such a grasp. Oh, I need to do the routine. I need to do it every night. And because I did that, I even finished early, which was a major positive. Right. Yep. Definitely. And your VAPD, how did you use that in your journey for making your body of work? And what advice would you give to students coming through? I know with the VAPD, it definitely helped me with my process. And it was a good place to house all the research to keep really organized. It was absolutely like essential in working out those initial ideas. Because I know when you're researching a lot of things is up in the air. Your concept is not really cemented. It's kind of the initial stages. By putting everything in the vapid, you're allowed to not only be organized, but afterwards you're allowed to reflect upon what ideas you've put down and really decide what you're going to do. However, I noticed the focus as soon as I did start my major work, it really shifted in the way I use my vapid and I started to be more reflective and use it as a reflective tool, which was really beneficial in maintaining the teacher feedback between students, between myself and the teacher and keeping notes of the feedback I've been given. In the future, I could go back and look at my diary and apply these notes of feedback to my major work so I wouldn't forget. I think the VAPID was such an essential tool and I noticed not a lot of students use it for experimentation and it's absolutely essential. Even if you have little doodles or you have little scraps, pieces of paper that you've been doing on, you need to really refine your art, make your mark making and really get that down packed before you start. And I think this year, especially in the COVID year, VAPID has been proven to be a, a good source of documentation to show development and to show ideas. So, yeah, well done for you maintaining that and using it as a reflective tool towards the end of your process. So well done. Yeah. In terms of HSE, there's obviously 50% VAP, I mean, a body of work and 50% exam. How do you prepare for your written exam? Well, in one word, I would say practice papers. I know students are typically sick of hearing, you need to do practice papers, you need to do this and that, but it's so important, especially for art. Like I can't stress how important it is, especially in preparing for section one, where you have unknown artworks, you have no previous knowledge about these artworks. By the end, even, I actually enjoy the process of analysing art. And I think it's through doing these practice papers that you gain such a wide exposure to different mediums, different styles and movements of art, and actually practicing writing about them, refining your writing skills. And that allows you not only to have a vast knowledge and grasp of different aspects, but it allows you to be prepared for anything that might come up in the exam. Other than that, I know that just a holistic immersion in the arts other than practice papers just websites videos on youtube documentaries even i know our teacher really encouraged us to follow art galleries and famous artists on instagram that really even in in my downtime even when i wasn't focusing on art things would pop up about new artworks upcoming art new emerging artists and that really made me more informed about what was going on in the world that's great advice. I think exposing yourself to the arts holistically is a great way to be prepared for the unseen plates in section one. So well done to your teacher and well done to you. Last question, what is your hopes and aspiration for the coming years? And are you going to pursue art as a career? <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, that's kind of undecided. I definitely 
am going to pursue a Bachelor of Arts. So arts is definitely going to be in my future, whether that be through art theory or art prac or even through other modes of art. I really hope to continue doing arts in the future and in hopes of extending my practice even further and refining it even further. Overall, I would say that it's definitely in the future for me and drawing is a really important aspect of my life. So I really wouldn't want to give that up. Well, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for giving of yourself and your time. But we wish you all the best in the coming exams. We wish you all the best in your future. And thank you so much again for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks, Malik.